Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Most Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I have a Netflix original with some pretty big names. Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, Kevin Bacon, and Mahershala Ali. At least I think that's how you say his name. Uh, it's called Leave the World Behind, which is a mystery drama thriller coming in at almost two and a half hours. Now, I want to unpack this one a little bit, so let me get started. What is this one about? Now, we have Amanda, which is Julia's character, uh, decides to run a vacation home out of the city for the weekend. It's in a little impromptu getaway. They really didn't have any plans, and she's going with her husband, Clay, and that's Hawk's character, and the kids. Now, they arrive, get settled, and decide to go to the beach. Spoiler free, there's something very strange that happens, causing them to cut their day short. Puzzled by what just happened, they settle back in and continue to enjoy themselves. That night, there's a knock on the door. George, Ali's character, shows up with his daughter, and he tells him there was this blackout in the city, and instead of trying to fight traffic and get back to his place, he drove out to the vacation property, which he owns. And that's where I'll stop. They start getting more disturbing reports that put the events at the beach and the blackout in a different light. Now, is the world really falling apart around them? So, what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a 74% on 98 reviews, with the audience at 47% on over 500 reviews on the rotten scale. Uh, but yeah, I'll dissect that in a minute. I'll, I'll tell you why that is. Uh, but what did I think? Well, let's start with the positives. And I got to start with the basics here. Uh, this is an excellent cast, great performances. The soundtrack felt a bit disjointed, but it fit somehow, if that makes any sense. Uh, he uses some very interesting camera angles. Uh, shots that zoom out and pan and do different things in ways you normally wouldn't see in certain scenes. It, it's just very well made, I think. Uh, he does this thing where you know exactly what's going on. They even tell you and confirm it, and then they do stuff to make you question what they just told you. A great job of taking something relatively straightforward, in this case a cyber attack, that's not a spoiler, that's in the synopsis, uh, and making it feel more supernatural by adding these other elements to keep you off balance. Um, this is how you would do an end of the world scenario, just focused on the very beginning of it. And I mean the very beginning. Uh, it's a character study of these two families coming from different worlds with different perspectives on what's going on and how they should deal with it. And the dialogue was a bit different too. The discussions they would, you know, have would not go the way I expect. I mean, they go the way I expect. Let me take that back. They go the way I expect, but they use words and vernacular that you don't expect. They speak in a way that people don't normally speak, uh, which I kind of liked. Oh, and before I get to the negatives, uh, Ali and Roberts have this scene where they're dancing together to uh, Too Close by Next. It's so cringy, but it's cringy in a very good way. I get what he did there and why they did it. You'll have to watch it and see what I mean. Uh, but let me get to these negatives. As mysterious as this tries to be or wants to be, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, this had a very uh, M. Night quality to it. In fact, this reminded me of Knock at the Cabin, where you throw a bunch of strange things together and don't explain it. Then the movie ends and you're left with questions, but not in a good way. 
Now, I don't mind ambiguous writing, but don't be lazy. Having strange imagery to cover up the fact your story wasn't as deep as you wanted it to be, that's what it felt like. Um, M. Night does this a lot. Now, this is better than Knock at the Cabin. Don't get me wrong, Knock at the Cabin. I did not really care much for that movie at all. Um, but, you know, this is better than that, but it did suffer from some of the same things. Uh, this is a straight drama, ultimately. Uh, more of, a, like I said earlier, a character study of the very beginning of the end. So, you know, it's discussions, it's life reflections, uh, talk about a lot of stuff, but not really doing much of anything. So if you're expecting action, you will be very disappointed, uh, which is why it scored so poorly with the audience, by the way. They judged it on what they wanted and didn't get instead of what was actually on the screen. Ultimately, again, nothing much really happens, and they didn't really know how to end it. The ending was very unsatisfying. I mean, I didn't really care for the ending at all. Um, they telegraphed this whole Friends thing. You saw it coming a mile away. I was like, yeah, this Friends thing is going to come up. But anyway, I don't want to beat this one up too much. Let me bottom line this one for you. Did I enjoy it? And yes, I did. I agree with the critics on this one, and I will put this right at a 75%. That feels right to me, to stay consistent on the rotten scale. Uh, but you're talking to a man that likes good dialogue, offering different perspectives through discussion. Uh, Ali tells this story about one of his powerful clients and how he was going to go away with him or he was going to be invited on a weekend trip. Anyway, But anyway, it was just a great discussion, great story he's told that story. It's just good stuff. To me, a great 10-minute monologue can be just as engaging as an exciting 10-minute action set piece. But I know I'm in the minority of that opinion. So if you want or expect action, you're going to go into this uh, and come out of this, I should say, very disappointed. You're not going to get that at all. This is really just a drama. So the pacing does feel a bit slow, but it does do a good job of building that suspense when you get to that third act, and then for me, that's when it let me down. The third act really let me down, really doesn't go anywhere, and then it just ends. So overall, it's a very good look at how the end of the world starts, but that's it. Don't expect anything other than that. So I say check it out, and you guys let me know what you think about it. With that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Podbean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence. Thank you for support. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in once again. I will be back again this weekend, and it might be a foreign movie weekend. There's like three foreign films that came out uh, that kind of piqued my curiosity, so uh, you might get some more uh, foreign content. We'll see. I don't want to, you know, bore you guys with that too much because, you know, like I said, I like watching foreign movies. But we'll see. There's a couple that sound very interesting. You might, you know, I might put you on to something that you might not normally check out. But anyway, I appreciate you guys, and I will see you next time. Peace. <laughs>